Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Or is it only warm coffee that does that? Oh, no. Cold no. will do it, too. Does it really? Oh, yeah. I, I like iced coffee. You, ew. Nobody likes iced coffee. I like it. Ew. Nobody likes iced coffee. I have stated that. Okay, moving along. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? I am Tammy Burns. Yes, you are Tammy Burns. And I have a question for you, darling. All right. Does music make you happy? Does music make you sad? Does music make you ponder certain things? But does it bring emotion to you? I thought you were going to, you know, like recite a poem there. Sounded like I was going there, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Very Shakespearean. Um, It makes me uh, any kind of emotion that I want to feel. Right. You can go to... I love it. You can go to music. If I want to be sad, I can make myself sad. If Mm -hmm. I want to be happy, I can make myself happy. Right. There are two levels of this. There is music that can make you sad and music that will uh, be used by you. That, you know, I, I'm, I feel sad and I'm going to use I want to be it, sad. Or I want to be better. I want to make myself feel not sad. Mm-hmm. One of them is empirical and one of them is subjective. The idea of subjective is I think this song makes me happy and it only works that way for me. Now, somebody else might feel that same way. But I feel that way myself. Yes. And when you say to people, what song makes you happy? That's subjective. However, there was a large study, and they claim they have empirically found the happiest song in the world. What is it? I need need to know. No, we're not doing that. We're going to wait till the end of the show. I need to get happy now. No, no. We're going to wait till the end of the show to play for you the happiest song in the world. I will be sad until we get there. (laughs) Even this is subjective because... The happiest song in the world, according to this study, was taken from a group of songs that was culled from a large survey in the UK. Now, somebody took the same darn thing and did it in Sweden, and still, the happiest song, according to this group of people at Durham University in the UK, the happiest song that they said came in second in Sweden. Wow. So there's some empirical evidence, but... I also went out of my way to say to all my Facebook friends, look, what's the happiest song you know? Uh Uh-huh. The song that won did not come up, but there was a song that came up a whole bunch of times by my Facebook friends. So we here in America, and I think the Rock School radio show is empirically... The United States in a small little bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe if we looked at that, it would be the song that is most happy here in the United States. So that's what we're going to do today. What does music do? How is it emotional? And by the end of it, 
I will tell you what is the happiest song in the world. Okay. Okay. I will be much happier at the end of this show than I am right now. So what song makes me the happiest? What do I think is the personal? What do I think is the happiest song in the world? Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. I don't care if you're a nerd in high school or a Hells Angels biker. This song makes you happy. I got happy just thinking about it. Period. Here on Rock School. Why do you build me up? Build me up, baby, just to let me down. And mess me around and then worst of all. Never thought, baby, when you say you will. But I love you still. I need you. More than ever. Never thought, baby, when you say you will. But I love you still. I need you. More than ever. Okay, we're talking happiness here on the Rock School yeah, Radio Show. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. You yeah, said, go ahead. You said it was done in, the studies were done in England and... Right. Well, I have two Sweden? of them. The big one is the UK. Yes. And this guy, and I'm going to tell you his name later on in the show, he has come up with a happiness factor, a mathematical equation to empirically look at songs and tell you how happy the songs are. So what he did was he asked a whole, I don't want to tell you this up front, but he, he got a whole lot of songs from a, a survey in England mm-hmm. asking people the same thing I did on Facebook. What song do you think is happy? Yeah, I get it. He was yeah. in England, but so what? The stuff that makes them happy in England is not what is making us happy in, in oh, South that's not Louisiana. True. That's not true. Oh, have come ever, on oh, Have you ever tried English candy? No. It's not good. No, no, They don't no. have anything that's no. as good as what we have. No. Maybe tea. No, that's why there's no Halloween over there. No. There is Halloween. Is there Halloween over there? Over yes. There? Okay. Well. We, because of us. Yeah, but the candy's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nougat. Who needs it? Yuck. Now, uh. let's get to what I call the no-duh research. And the thing is, every time you hear no-duh research where the, the findings are so blatantly obvious you're just like well gosh thanks for wasting my time on that don't don't do that because in the world of empirical research somebody has to set a baseline of which all research then you know piles on top of yes somebody has to sort of say okay here's the no duh and then we'll pile on top of that okay Here's the no-duh research from the Journal of Positive Psychology. According to the study, trying to be happier really can work to experimental studies. Here's what they did. They had people listen to upbeat music over a two-week time period. And lo and behold, yes, it improved their mood on the tests that this psychology group set up. Ta-da! Totally buy into that. Exactly. I totally buy it. If you listen to down music, it will do the opposite. The only caveat they found was that if you are too cognizant of it, Mm -hmm. I want to be happy, I'm going to listen to this, I want to be happy, I'm going to listen to this, you can actually reverse the effect that you want. That's the only thing they found was kind of the cognizant. But if you go out of your way to listen to up and happy music all the time, you can release dopamine and other things in your brain and be happier. And I get it. It's do research, but there has to be a baseline 
take that and on we will go forward. Again, I asked people on Facebook, what songs make you happy? Right. My buddy John from college, who is a full-time morning disc jockey up in Burlington, Vermont, said... What's it? What are his no. call? What are his call signs? K-O-O-L. There you go. Can you K-O-O-L. believe it? K-O-O-L. Isn't that wonderful? Cool radio. I can't even say that. Isn't that John? fantastic? Cool radio 105. John Ooh. Brooks. John said, it's not a question. It is pilot. Whoa, ho, ho. It's magic. And I don't think whoa, ho, ho is actually in the title, but I just stuck it. Wow. There you go on Rock School. sort of an equal no duh piece of research Mm -hmm. that was kind of equal but they used coffee what did it say yeah i heard about it a few days ago uh they gave half of the group you know warm hot coffee hot coffee rather than cold coffee right and they gave the other half of the group cold coffee right well iced coffee Yes. You know, cold coffee's gross. Oh, well, okay. But whatever. iced coffee, yeah. And then they brought them back and they had, you know, they were trying to get all these different responses from them. And the people who had the warm cup of coffee mm-hmm. were very warm and loving and thought, you know, everything was great and wonderful. Right. And the people who had the cold cup had very cold responses about everything. That sounds a little too perfect. Warm responses, cold responses. Well, but that's what it says, That's huh? exactly what huh. it says. And it was a study that was done at uh, Germany Central Institute for Mental Health. Oh, and they have good coffee in Germany, too. Well, they've got great pastries, so what, they should have added that. What I want to know is, does cold coffee in the morning have the same effect that makes you run to the restroom? Or is it only warm coffee that does that? Oh, no. Cold no. to do it, too. Does it really? Oh, yeah. Because I, I like iced coffee. Do you, ew. Nobody likes iced coffee. I like it. Ew. Nobody likes iced coffee. I have stated that. Okay, moving along. Some more research. It Some says more? here, why do you enjoy listening to sad music mm-hmm. then? Normally, you listen to sad music for a few different reasons. Pleasure, comfort, and pain. You want pain. Often these reactions are triggered by happy or sad memories recalled by the music. Okay. If you are doing it because of a psychological perspective, it says here you're doing something called the downward social comparison. You know what that means? No. Schadenfreude. Oh. Schadenfreude means... To myself? Right. You're finding pleasure in someone else's pain. So, quote, we listen to sad songs to make ourselves feel better because someone has it worse 
than us. Well, that's just pathetic. That's the reason I like that country music. Right, because someone else's dog is dying. Oh, my gosh. Right, you get dumped, so what you do is you listen to whatever that country singing girl's song is where she destroys the guy's truck. Oh, yeah. While he's playing pool with what have you. The fact that she's going to jail for destruction of property is immaterial, but you find it wonderful that either she's in the same boat as you or she has it worse than you or something and it's a little bit of it makes me feel good right and it's called psychologically the downward social comparison so take that yeah (laughs) (laughs) again to my facebook i said to everybody what song is the happiest tune you know Naomi, I think is how you say it. She's a friend of mine from high school. Mm-hmm. I know that's sad that I don't know how to say her name, but I think it's Naomi. She said Earth, Wind, and Fire. September. Oh, I like it. Right here in Rock School. judge me. Now, now hold on a second. Let me just ask you a question about iced coffee. Do you just simply mean ice with coffee poured over top of it or is it some kind of Starbucks ice and then sugar and coffee and 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 caramel and cream and chocolate Stop and dancing like it, that. Is please. it all those things mocha cappuccino Stop blah blah shaking blah. It. Is, is or is it just ice? And coffee. Ice and the the deepest, darkest roast that you can possibly do. Almost an espresso. Get back, Loretta. You don't drink. I've been married to you for 28 years. I've never seen you drink that. I used to make it and take it out with me every day. What's wrong with you? I, I don't pay much attention to you. Here we are in the first break. I said if you're listening to sad music because of a psychological perspective, they call it the downward social comparison. If you are listening to sad music from a neuroscience perspective, now it's not that somebody puts on a piece of music and goes, I'm now listening to it, you know, from a sociological, but they don't. Yeah, well, we may from now on. Right. These are theories as to why people do it. Mm -hmm. Those who believe that I'm sad, thus I want to listen to sad music, many people believe that it's done because of a neuroscience perspective. We listen to songs that are sad to curb grief. You ever heard oh that old my term? God. Misery loves company. Yes. Well, what you do is you provide yourself with misery. And when you're in a miserable state and you listen to these sad songs, your brain releases something called prolactin. It is a hormone that curbs Grief. It's not dopamine. Right. But it literally makes us feel better by helping us be able to withstand the grief that we're in because Johnny didn't ask us to the prom. I was singing Sarah Evans all last week. Honest to God. Every day when I got in my car... I was like bringing tears to my own self. But why? I asked I you to the prom. No, I took you to the prom. What's the problem? I don't know. Maybe I maybe maybe my body was craving that hormone or something. I don't know. Okay, that's weird. Maybe you had too much iced coffee. Who's listening to us? Oh my god! 
<laughs> no sympathy here, folks. K R F Y in Sandpoint, Idaho. You know, I'm coming there. Yeah. I'm moving there. Yeah, Idaho. Iced coffee. Leaving this dude. Mm. Make sure you get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute. Out of the first break, I've talked, I've talked, I've talked about some psychological stuff, some neuroscience stuff. What about happy, happy, happy? Let's hear it. Because the first concept of the show is that someone has claimed to have found the happiest song in the world. Who is this guy? His name is Jacob Jolige, I think. The last name is spelled J-O-L-I-J. Jolish? Am I close? There's probably... It's all silent. Okay, so here's what happened. He's a neuroscientist, and what he did was create this formula for happy songs, and he studied a whole bunch of songs from a 50-year period, and then a survey was for an electrics company uh, called Alba, and he had, like I said earlier, had a bunch of Britons pick which songs made them feel happiest. Uh-huh. So that's where his, what do you say, his, uh, his basket of tunes came from, from which to pick. So that's where that happened. Yeah. So he put all those things together. And what he then did was took all their answers, examined the songs with his formula and listed them with the highest scores first. He looked at beats per minute, key theme, analyzed lyrics, and blah, 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 and then made the statement. The pattern was very clear. The average tempo of a feel-good song was substantially higher than that of the average pop song because when you said to somebody not what song you like, what song makes you happy is different. He goes on to say, Where the average tempo of a pop song was around 118 beats per minute, the list of feel-good songs had an average tempo of around 140 to 150. So they're cooking. These songs are really cooking. Most of the tunes that I write are within 110, 120 beats. So these things are about 140, 150. They're cooking along. Okay. So that's where we are right now. So what's the formula? Well, let's play a little bit. We'll come back and I will give you the actual formula. There it is. See how big it is? Oh, it's lovely. It's humongous. I would have that tattooed on my forehead if I could backwards so I could read it in the mirror. I went to Facebook. Hey, what's the happiest song you know? Christopher, I just want to celebrate. It's Rare Earth. Hear the topic? See, this is the thing. Hear the topic? Yeah. It's not just tempo. It's not just all those things. It's the topic. Because if I got a song... That's going da 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 da, and the, and the lyrics come on. Kill yourself with a fork, you know. It's not the same. 
So it's not going to have the same pitch. Get it? If I have a nice slow song that's love yourself, buy an iced coffee, it's not going to have the same thing. Here's Rare Earth here on Rock School. Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, you asked the question off air, how can I, you're a salesperson by trade. You worked in the medical field, but now you're a salesperson by trade. Right. The the thing is you were asking whether you could use this information. Can you go into a client and play, you know, nice music beforehand and such and uh, take them warm coffee as opposed? These are all after effects. When you walk into a client... They're not going to look and go, oh, warm coffee, thus I'll act warmly. Oh, she's got something playing on their phone. I'm going to act. These are all after effects. After the song is over. How long after? I don't know. I, you seven, had the research. 17 seconds. Ah. I don't know. It doesn't say. But these are all after effects. It's not that it, I'm going to listen to this song and bingo, it's going to happen. And there's there also have been MRI effects uh, where they've played songs for people that they liked. And these are obviously all songs that people like mm-hmm. because they wouldn't have mentioned them if they weren't. What it does when you listen to these songs under the MRI, it shows that it lights up the reward section of the brain. Right. Which means you're giving yourself a little prize. Oh, absolutely. Like iced coffee. Here we go. Seven days, 70 seconds, bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Let's find out the rock and roll dates, October 17th all the way through October 23rd. Halloween's coming. Next week will be our Halloween show. And Ooh, it's going to be a goodie. It'll be fun. A goodie. I get it. Clever. I see what you did there. Monday, go, Tammy. October 17th, 1969, the Kinks played their first U.S. concert in four years when they opened for Spirit at the Fillmore East. Wouldn't it have been good if they had stolen the spirit lick and written Stairway to Heaven. Stairway oh. to Heaven by the Kings. Mm. October 18th, 1922, the BBC, the first national broadcasting corporation ever, is founded in London. October 19th, 1958, Brenda Lee records Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. October 20th, 1961, the Poet Laureate now, Bob Dylan releases... Bob Dylan. October 21st, 1908, the first two-sided vinyl record was offered for sale by the Columbia in an ad in the Saturday Evening Post. That's right. That's not hard to say at all. Not at all. October 22nd, 1966, Chain Reaction, which would later become Aerosmith, opens up for the Yardbirds. Of course, Train Kept a Rollin' is one they would play later on. And October 23, 1970, George Harrison releases his first single, Isn't It a Pity? Going back to Facebook, I asked all my friends, hey, what song makes you happy? Dan said, it's not a question. Go no further. It's Jessica by the Allman Brothers, which is interesting because it's an instrumental. No words. All music. Here you go on Rock School.
All right, coming into the second break, ready for the actual formula in order to pick the happiest song I would of all like, time? Yes, and I want to know yes. some of his songs. Oh, okay. I'll let's, give you some. Let's go. Let's I'll go. I'll give you some. Uh, his name, once again, is Jacob Jolige, I believe. J-O-L-I-J. Here is what he came up with. And to be honest with you, I get the feeling. I get it. He's a neuroscientist. I get it. I get it. I get it. But something tells me this is or was put together one night in a bar on the back of a napkin, you know, about nine drinks in. I cannot understand it because there's numbers in here that don't make any sense. Ready? Yeah. Rating equals 60. Why 60? I'm assuming a minute, but 60 plus parenthesis 0.00165 times Beats per minute, minus 120, to the power of 2. Again, where did these numbers come from? Plus, 4.376 times major. Major, by the way, is 1 if the song is in a major key, and 0 if the song is in a minor key, which means that whole thing becomes 0 if, you know, because 0 times anything is 0. Plus, 0.78. Why 0.78? I guess because 78 records are cool. Times <laughs> N chords, which is the number of chords in the song, minus parenthesis, major times number of chords, end parenthesis. Again, I get it. You're a neuroscientist. You're smarter than me by a power Smiley of face. six. I get it. But doesn't that sound like they sort of looked at each other after about nine Mai Tais and went, okay, point oh oh one six five. And the guy, other guy went, yeah, that oh, sounds. it's 0.78. That sounds science-y. You know what? All wow. this all this does is it tells us about how you used to write papers. I know. I know. I really did. I made them bulletproof. Who's listening to us? That's KPUL in Decorah, Iowa. And when we come out of the break, I'm going to tell you what are Dr. Jolige's, uh, wow, that's hard to say, top 10 songs according to his you know, back of a napkin. Can you play thing. some of them? And we'll play the number one happiest song in the world. Unless you're in Sweden. Then it's some other song. Coming back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, here we go. Top 10 happiest songs in the world. Wait, let, let me sit down. You are sitting down. Okay, yeah. I here am. we go. Number 10, Walking on Sunshine, Katrina and the Waves. And by the way, that's the song of all my friends who submitted songs. That's the song that was submitted five times. 
Whoa. So that's the song that won my little non-scientific, not that his is any more scientific, but that's the one that, that won my non-scientific poll. That was your number one? That was my, well, the one that was mentioned the most, the most. so okay. I assume. So number nine, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Number eight, Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi, which by the way is not 140 beats per minute. But anyway, number seven, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. Number six, I'm a Believer, The Monkees. You getting happier? I like the monkey. Number yeah. five, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. I hate to admit it, but that song really makes me happy. It does. It does. Number four, Uptown Girl by Billy Joel, which, by the way, makes me happy. Number three, Good Vibrations, The Beach Boys. That's not that fast. No, it isn't, but it makes me happy. Number two, you're going to lose your mind on this one. ABBA, Digging the Dancing Queen. Mm. Yeah. It's not that fast either, though. I know. I don't get his statement about 140, 150. Uh And the number one song, I should insert a drum roll here, but I haven't the drum roll sound effect. The number one happiest song, according to this guy, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. You're, You're not moved. You're, you're not saying anything. This is radio. You must uh, speak. Yeah, no. Yeah, no? I, no, I would have never even... Yeah. I don't think about Queen when I'm real happy. No, you don't? No. No? Scatamoosh, scatamoosh, can we do the Fandango? No. I okay. Nev- no, I don't think about Queen that way. I think okay, I, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sounds like you want to date it, you know, date Queen. I don't think <laughs> about Queen that way. Uh, we'll play Queen, we'll come back, and we'll... <laughs> We'll play the same thing from the people of Sweden, and their number one will make you a whole lot happier. Wait, wait, wait. It's not the same one? No, but number two is the number one here. Does that make sense? Can I just play... Your number two is is their number one? Can I just play Queen? Do it. Here's Queen on Rock School. I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. Okay, final break here on Rock School. Hey, now, wait a second. So no. ABBA is number one no. on Sweden's list? No. You I said s- their number two no. was their number one. No, no, I, you must have heard me backwards. The number one on this guy, Dr. Jolish's list, is number two on the Swedish list. So it's ABBA. No, ABBA is not... ABBA isn't even on the Swedish list. What? No. They should be on the Swedish. No. They should be number one. No, they are not. Dancing Queen. They are not. Or SOS. No, not even close. I'm looking here. No, they're not even on here. Okay, so here we go. Okay. A group of people in Sweden, a group of academic eggheads in Sweden. Not real smart ones. No, no. Me, like me, stupid smart people. Went out of their way, took the formula, did the exact same thing. Say, Swedish people, what songs make you happy? Okay, now we have our bucket of songs. Yeah. Let's run the formula. Here they go. Number 10, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. See, that's up and peppy. I'm laughing, yeah. Number 9, Madness, Our House. It's a very high house oh, in the lo- middle of the yes, street. Yes, love our that song. House. That always makes me feel good. Sang the wrong line. Number 8, Lou, okay. Lou Vega, Mambo Number 5. I that like makes that me happy. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Toto, Pamela. 
Pamela. No? It wasn't even a hit here, was it? Oh, little one. Uh, number six, the Rembrandts. I'll be there for you. Oh, friends. you're there for me, too. Uh, Nick Kershaw, the riddle, comes in at number four. I bet you don't even know that uh-uh. one, do you? No. Just sing it for me. Number three. No. Number Why? three. We're running out of time. Uh. Number three, Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. Again. Number two, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Mm-hmm. And the number one song, according ABBA? to the people. It's not ABBA. What is it? ELO, Mr. Blue Sky. <gasps> Love ELO. Better. Better song. Better song. They always make me happy. I am more inclined to believe the Swedish list. Why? I am Swedish. Because I agree with it. That's the way it research works. Makes me feel works. good, doesn't it? See, you're happy. Because I'm happy. I'm releasing dopamine right now. Way to go, Pharrell. And that wraps it up. So it's either ELO's Mr. Blue Sky or it's the one by Queen. And, uh, you know, if I had to pick ELO, be, as ELO. much as I love Queen... It's ELO. To me, it is. Or Build Me Up Buttercup. I don't know. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I'm the extremely happy Tammy Burns. Good. Now go listen to some music and be happy. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>